You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is Pucks and Bolts with Casey Hudson and Kaylee Mizell. You mentioned problematic players, Kaylee, and I think it's time for us to dive in. So round two versus the Buffalo Sabres, and they were without some key guys when they came down to Tampa Bay to take on the Tampa Bay Lightning Mm -hmm. uh, in that first round. But regardless of, I'm actually not going to first mention the player that they were without that first game. The first problematic player I have to mention is Tage Thompson. He had an assist last game versus the Tampa Bay Lightning and would, well, weirdly had a more silent role in that game. But when you look at this guy statistically and what he's done since that first game versus Tampa Bay, he has 12 goals, 13 assists, 26 points, but it's this 97 shots that he has put up one of the top amount of shots in the league at 97. So you're talking about somebody who is just really taking in the opportunity that he could possibly get to push that puck forward and try to put it on the net. And while we know that Andre Vasilevsky may likely be in goal tonight and he likes to not get bored in the net and he likes having that pressure on him, he says it keeps him on top of his game to have shots being placed. Um, Tate Thompson's going to be one of those guys to do it. And he's coming off of a bit of a hot streak too. So it's one of those moments where he's either going to sink or swim. He's going to build off of his success or he's going to completely be silenced in this game. And what I like about Tampa Bay lightning is that when they do focus on staying within the structure and their game, while this might be a problematic player, they're not going to overly try to defend him. They're going to play their game to a point to where he doesn't exist or he's his role is minimized because they're playing so sharply. So 97 shots. Um, Tage Thompson's the first guy that we need everybody to keep an eye out for on the ice there. The second one would be uh, Rosmus Dalhini. Uh, he was out versus the Lightning in that first contest. So this is going to be an adjustment for them because while they may have watched some film and, and prepared for him, him not being in the game did play a key role. Um, Because like we said, it was a tight contention in that first and second period and the Bolts took off in the third. So having eight goals, 15 assists, 23 points, plus nine on the ice. So when he's not scoring, something else Kaylee and I talk about, he is helping distribute the puck and set his team up for success. But the other big thing that we've got to look out for here isn't the goals, isn't the assists, isn't the plus minus column for him. It's the 30 penalty minutes that he has racked Mm. up. Kaylee said at the top of the segment in Kaylee's corner, this is a team that cannot be severely penalized. They have to minimize their penalties. They have to stay off the penalty kill. And it's going to be uh, Delaney that's going to try to force them to be on the PK as much as possible. He's going to be an antagonist, something else we talk about a lot here on Pucks and Bolts. 30 penalty minutes is a lot. And I know some people might be like, well, that means he's going to be in the box. Yeah, but depending on how he racks up those penalties, we're looking at a lot of four-on-four versus, you know, anything else. Because if he antagonizes someone or flusters them or, you know, baits in a player, both of them are going to the box. So 
that's going to be a crucial thing to Kaylee's point that this team has already addressed and after practice yesterday, they need to minimize the penalties. They need to stay off the penalty kill. As if they do end up on the penalty kill, they need to take that next step. Nick Paul said that they have to get better at switching out their lines. Um, he feels good about what they're doing on face-offs and how they're growing there. He feels better about their progress on breakouts, but it's just the fact of like those quick switches and communicating on their reads, because when you're switching that quickly, everybody needs to know their assignment just as fast as they hit the ice. So we don't want to see that play out just yet, especially with a player like this, but those are my top two problematic players. You've got a guy that can put up points just as much as he adds to those penalty minutes, but then you also got have a guy that can put up so many shots. And when you're wearing down a guy like Andre Vasilevsky, you're applying pressure to this defense. Eventually pucks find the net and we don't want that to happen for the lightning tonight. Yeah. I'll add one guy to that. And it's just because he seems like he's been kind of hot of late Alex touch. He's uh, mm -hmm. had three goals, eight assists over the last 10 games. Um, so he's a guy that that has been playing well for this team. He currently has 21 points, so not far behind Tage Thompson um, in, in what he's doing. He mm -hmm. has a total of 10 goals and 11 assists on the season. But Casey, I'm going to hone in exactly on what you said, which was you mentioned special teams. Now, whenever I was... I was kind of debating what to do for Kaylee's corner. And so I ended up going with like a little bit of a bigger picture, but I also have a little bit of a maybe mini corner, if you will, on, on the special teams and what it looks like against Buffalo. Now Buffalo sits at number five in the mm -hmm. NHL in power play, like in how many goals they have scored on the power play. They have 21 yep. goals on the power play again that's number five in the nhl but just behind them are the tampa bay lightning at number six they have 20 goals in uh in the uh in their time for this season on the power play so mm -hmm. the biggest difference in this is that um the Sabres have just two goals against, only two shorties, whereas the Lightning have allowed five shorties. So obviously it's something that they need to protect against. But Casey, looking at a few more numbers, looking at the penalty kill, uh, this Buffalo Sabres team is, is pretty strong on the penalty kill. In fact, they have only allowed, excuse me, actually they're not very strong in the penalty kill. They're, they're in the top 10 of being like bad they've allowed 18 goals which is number nine and like the most goals allowed mm -hmm. they've scored three goals shorthanded so it, have giving up a shorty is something that the lightning need to be cautious of right. but this is while this buffalo team can score a lot on the power play they also don't defend all that well on the penalty kill so if the Lightning do find themselves on the power play, they need to take advantage. But the penalty kill is potentially going to be tested tonight mm -hmm. um, because this is a good Buffalo team, especially, again, on uh, the power play. Like I said, yeah. number five on the power play. And, and they're going to want those opportunities. Yeah, exactly. And then in terms of penalty kill, again, they rank number nine in the most goals allowed on the penalty kill. So a, a really good thing to take advantage of, not that you mm -hmm. want to have a ton of minutes in the penalty yeah. box again, 
Watch my first Kaylee's Corner. That's not going to be helpful to you. But uh, if you do find yourselves on the penalty kill, you need to be really tight because this is a team that has gone on and scored. And um, and you mentioned him. Tage Thompson actually leads the the team in five power play goals. So again, it's just you just have to be careful for this team because while you know in their last ten games. They're two, eight, and zero, oh, and only mm-hmm. averaging three goals. They have strong parts of their game, and the power play is a strong part of their game. So, the Lightning need to be careful about how many penalties they take, and not wow. really letting this Buffalo team um, be able to to put them in a position where they they have to play a man down. You want to play this Buffalo team five on five because yes. that is where they don't perform very well and that is where as the lightning you guys are performing pretty well so casey i just talked a lot i just kind of gave some some (laughs) insights but i want to hear from you what are some casey's keys as you led me right into it so perfectly kaylee thank you um so actually my number one key is keep it to five on five after talking with coach cooper stammer and nick paul yesterday Post-practice, it was apparent to me that while the PK is slowly coming together, they don't want to be on the PK. They have started to create more chances on the power play, but if there's anything that the guys have consistently said as a whole from five-on-five to special teams is the fact that they've got to minimize those passing. They have to take those shots from the blue line. They have to be more proactive and and putting up shots and not overpassing. This team is known to kind of overpass a little bit. So it's finding that balance between being cute, which the players said, like, not being too cute, but also not overpassing. So my first thing is keep it on five on five. You want to apply to your strengths here. And so uh, key number one, keep it a five on five, minimize those penalties, stay off the penalty kill and stay off the power play. And if you have to be on the power play, execute as Kaylee just so perfectly mentioned there, you have an opportunity versus this Sabres team. Uh, Number two key on Casey's keys here is keep the press going and make smart shots. So Mm -hmm. if they happen to have goaltender Craig Anderson in between the pipes, he's coming off of a season high of 41 saves versus a dominant New Jersey Devils team. That team presses, 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 presses. They had their 13-game win streak snapped by Toronto last week on Wednesday. And so I can only imagine the aggression that they played the Buffalo Sabres with. While the Sabres kept in this contest 3-1, to It's that goaltender that made that happen. And there's nothing more frustrating than seeing so many setups, so many opportunities, and the pucks not land. Kaylee has talked about that so much about how, you know, it's the quality of the shot over the quantity sometimes. So that's where the smart shots come in. You know that you're potentially going to face a goaltender who can create massive shutdowns. You're going to have to be strategic about those shots. Don't overpass. Take the shot. Be smart about it. Hit those corners. You know where where and how to take those shots. They need to find the best way to set up and do that versus Anderson if he's in goal. And then regardless, they've had pretty strong goaltending throughout the season. So that press that we saw them apply versus the St. Louis Blues for just about 60 minutes of hockey on Friday, they need to have that same mentality and then some versus the Sabres team who want to collect a win on their home ice after losing to the Bolts uh, here in Tampa Bay. So number two is keep the press going and make smart shots. Number three, Coach Cooper talked about this yesterday, but we've also talked about it here on Pucks and Bolts, guys. It's controlling the middle of the ice. It's not allowing a team to force you out 
outside and take away the middle of the ice from you because then you have to re- readjust your your structure. When this team plays within their structure, they're such a strong team. Uh, I got a chance to talk to Ed and Cena at practice, kind of asking him some questions about remarks that the guys made post game on Monday. And he was saying that what's so strong about the Boston Bruins is the waves that they come in. So once the first set of guys go to take those shots, if the shot's not successful, you already have the next pressure point coming in to clean up that rebound and try to take the shot yet again. So it's these waves of continuing to, as I said it, um, clean up the garbage. But that's a girl who's watched a little too much Mighty Ducks in her life. But <laughs> when they dump the trash on the thing and they clean up the garbage, it's it's a real thing. So it's after the penetration, trying to get those rebounds and continue to apply that pressure. But you can only do that with your success in the middle of the ice, because that's where you start setting up the play. That's where your lines start coming in cohesively to see, all right, where's this puck going to go from here? So control the middle of the ice. Coach Cooper had the guys working on that the last two practices significantly um, and not allowing teams to force them outside. And if they do end up outside, they have to build a wall that allows them to control the game to get back to the center of the ice. So three keys, minimize penalties and stick to five on five. Second key, keep the press going. Smart shots are going to be your best shots and control the middle of the ice. It's your game to control. It's your structure to stay within. And if they do that, it's this game. This is the game that the Bolts can win and make it two wins over the Buffalo Sabres. A hundred percent, a hundred percent. And um, yeah, I think Casey, you put it perfectly. If I, if I have to add one more, what I'll say is defensively, I, I they have a lot of success when they push people to the outside and they make them take shots from the outside. Andre Vasilevsky really does not like people up close to him, up close in the net. So yep. pushing people to the outside, we saw that, and they have a lot of success when they're able to do that. Casey, thank you. Thank oh, you. Oh. And we have breaking news. Well. We have news, guys. (laughs) This Justin, that sounds fun to say, uh, forward Alex Barreboulet has been reassigned to the Syracuse Crunch, which means Bellamar is probably currently with the team. So we should be seeing uh, Belly in the lineup tonight, which he is a contributing factor to that penalty kill if it comes down to it. But um, that's great because that just puts them back in, in their chemistry, puts them back in what they have been working with for the past, well, all season. So it's nice to know that Belly can be back with his teammates um, for the start of this road trip. Yeah, 100%. So, uh, Casey, thank you so much for mentioning that and ha- having the eye to see that. I love <laughs> I love me some uh, this just Giant in kind of Yes. Exactly. Uh, well, Bolts fans, be sure to follow us at Pucks and Bolts on Twitter for more breaking news just like that. Um, And also be sure to download and subscribe to Pucks and Bolts wherever you find your podcast. The best place to go, though, is the Odyssey app. Download the Odyssey app. Find Pucks and Bolts and then turn on the auto download button. So anytime there's a new episode, it comes right to your phone waiting for you. The latest and greatest in Tampa Bay Lightning hockey. We'll have it for you. Plus fun mini sods and after skates. The Lightning are on the road, but Casey and I are covering the team all week long. So be sure to follow along with us and download Pucks and Bolts wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Kaylee Mizell. You can find me at Kaylee Mizell. She's Casey Hudson. You can find her at the Sports Case. That's K-A-S-E.